welcome to this podcast on narcissistic abuse and today we're talking about the two pre-leaving stages and the eight recovery stages. When we talk about the two pre-leaving stages, there are only really two questions that a victim tends to consider. And whilst this might seem simple or simplistic, these two questions can be very difficult for a victim of narcissistic abuse to answer. The first of this is, am I ready to do this? Am I ready to leave? And the second question is, why am I leaving? So if we look a little bit closer at the first question, am I ready to do this? Am I ready to leave? What is observed is that when a victim is ready to leave, the emphasis of ownership of the leaving goes from changing the narcissist to empowering the victim. So for example, a victim may say, if only the narcissist would make these changes in our relationship, then it would it would work. But when a victim is ready to leave, that emphasis changes to their own empowerment. And this changes to only if the narcissist makes these changes, am I prepared to stay? So put simply, if only to only if. The second question, why am I leaving, is quite complicated for a victim of narcissistic abuse. So for this, they may be evaluating what pressure may be put on them to stay. They may be evaluating the likely reaction from the narcissist. There may be reasons that they feel trapped to stay, i.e. there may be threats in the background. They may be afraid of something or they may be considering what actions need to be taken, what physical steps need to be taken to get away. So then we move on to the eight recovery stages when somebody's managed to get away safely from a narcissist and they've started their journey. The first stage of this is I'm out of the relationship. Now what? And this is quite a lonely step where you may have had um, quite a volatile relationship beforehand that suddenly goes into a deafening silence. And there may be also a lot of emotional triggers. So this is a stage where you might be considering jealousy, for example, if the narcissist has moved on very swiftly. There may also be charm, humour or false apologies from the narcissist to try and hoover the um, victim back again. There may also be retaliation and threats, goading provocation or even stonewalling. Um, There's many techniques that a narcissist may use to try and either get the victim to come back or to completely uh, disregard them and stonewall them in their lives. So the second phase is when the victim starts to think, well, what went wrong? And this is a stage where a victim needs to be validated to be heard and understood. And many complex emotions can come out at this time that need to be validated and expressed, but only to the right audience, i.e. those people that understand narcissistic abuse and those people that perhaps have already been through it themselves. So some of these complex emotions may be humiliation or shame, despair, desperation, isolation. There may be terror, fear, jealousy, mistrust, loss of hope, even fear for their safety. So this expression of what did I do wrong is a self-reflection and victims need to remember that they did nothing wrong to deserve this. It is almost impossible to spot a narcissist initially and whilst their world may feel shattered there is always hope and recovery. 
This is also a stage in phase two where they start researching narcissism and they can get stuck in this phase of researching it and trying to evaluate what went wrong and needing that validation. Now, phase three is where they start to get the help that they need and the support network in place. And this may be something like a friendship matrix where you try to find out who your friends really are. This also may be good therapists who actually understand narcissism that can help a victim get through those initial um, stages. And there is also the chance that a narcissist, depending on um, what type of narcissist this is, they may start spreading lies and rumours about the victim that are untrue. So it can be quite isolating. So the right type of support is absolutely vital and needed. In phase four, this is where a victim starts to feel that they may be able to speak up and defend themselves. And this is where, very commonly, they may need to look at legal avenues, such as going to non-molestation orders at court, or understanding some of the coercive control laws to protect themselves. This is where a victim needs a safe network around them, and they need to know who they can trust and who understands the complexities of narcissism. So this is where, very typically, they will need a professional psychologist or narcissism abuse support networks and support charities. Now, in phase five, this is where a victim needs to start reminding themselves of what their needs are. Moving quickly from, I don't know what my needs are, I'm not sure, through to starting to divine very clearly their wants and needs. It may take time as the victim's needs may have been secondary for quite a while. Now in phase six, this is where maybe the victim has been looking at self-reflection and narcissism and it's a chance for them to look and see have they changed enough and have they recovered enough and this is a point where they start to learn that their own needs are their own priority and this is when a victim can change their beliefs and relearn to put themselves first and also a point where they start to understand and define what a normal relationship looks and feels like. Phase seven is an acceptance stage where Really, this is where a victim starts to look at the acceptance and forgiveness, but doesn't mean that they forget necessarily what has happened or excuse any of the behaviours or the treatment that they've had inflicted on them. But they start to accept what's happened and they have a desire to move on. Some people can forgive, some cannot. Now, the final phase, phase eight, is when a victim is ready to move on with their life. And at this point, the victim has probably researched narcissism very thoroughly, will understand their own behaviours within it, and they will be able to recognise um, putting in strong boundaries. They will know how to say no. They will not be so easily manipulated by anybody. And also, if they're triggered emotionally in any way, will know how to get the help and support. They also may ask many questions when meeting new people. So the trust that they had originally may have changed to um, trusting people when they've evaluated effectively. And there's also, um, they will know their own values and belief. So I hope this podcast has been useful for you today. If you'd like to find out more information, please do go to www.i-recovered.co.uk. Thank you.